0: The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
1: Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun.
2: 400 laps. Got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4
1: tonight we'll make it happen we know what
2: we got to do the
0: motor racing network presents nascar live
2: checkered flag is in the air and win number four of 2019 and it's a milestone win for kyle book
3: uh,
4: i mean it was a great race for us we had a, a really really fast car i mean this eminence I
3: season that's red camry was flawless
4: i think kansas and michigan are the two tracks that complement this package the most. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Procore Construction
0: Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And by Hercules Tires, right on our screen. From the Motor Racing Network Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley.
3: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew with you for yet another weekly get-together Coming off of the Pocono 400 and gearing up for the Firekeepers Casino 400 Sunday at Michigan International Speedway. Coming up on today's show, Ryan Blaney has been struggling of late. He's been having some challenges in the performance department. He sat down with our Dylan Welch. We'll catch up with Ryan Blaney as he is the third of the three team Penske cars in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. This Friday night, the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series is racing at Texas Motor Speedway. And a name on the entry list will bring back memories. And if you're a fan of Greg Biffle, no doubt smiles across your faces as he will make his return to the Truck Series this weekend in the speedycash.com 400. We'll talk about how he's getting prepared for racing under the lights there deep in the heart of Texas. We'll also chat with some Ford drivers about Edsel Ford and how important he is to the sport after receiving the NASCAR Hall of Fame Landmark Award. Plus, we'll preview this weekend's action at Michigan and a whole lot more. But first, we catch up with Hannah Newhouse and all the things that are going on in social media. Hannah, what do you have for
5: us? Kyle Busch now has won three of the last four cup races at the Pocono Raceway. It was his fourth win of the 2019 season. Post-race, Kyle was asked if he enjoyed the rules package, and it's safe to say he doesn't like talking about it.
4: Stop asking me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next. Okay. I just go, man. I just do what I'm supposed to do. I try to drive as hard as I can, as fast as I can. If there's a car in front of me, I try to pass, them, whichever way I can do that, I try to do it. And if I can't do it, uh, there's days that I get ultimately frustrated because I don't feel like my true talent uh, can show on the racetrack because I'm too limited by the air of everything that's kind of going around around me that I can't, make any, I can't do anything. As a race car driver, when you can't do anything and you can't showcase what your abilities are and how good you should be or you feel like you are, then... Um, there's there's certainly some, some tense moments and some high frustrations.
5: Bush was very opinionated throughout the weekend among multiple topics including the struggles his drivers are having in the truck series for him and a whole lot more. Speaking of being opinionated, which is never a bad thing, Ty Dillon has some ideas that could improve the fan experience of a NASCAR race day.
6: As technology grows we gotta do things different. You know sitting in a stands, sitting still in the stands, it's just not the way that the world's gonna keep going. I think we gotta I think the fact that we're taking out stands isn't as bad of a thing as if we can find new ways to bring fans to the track in just a different way. I think we can take out stands and add entertainment decks, You know, change the outlook. I think tracks are doing a good job of adding more motorhome parking for fans. That's the high end kind of side, but we need the college kids can sit by the track, listen to a concert and watch the race. We need multiple dimensions of entertainment at our sport. Um, We got to get them here because once they get here, They love our sport. Our sport's incredible. It's the best live sport there is.
5: Both Kyle and Ty Dillon were among the hot topics in this weekend's social media and in NASCAR news. The Cup Series races in Michigan this weekend, along with the Xfinity Series, while the NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series is headed to Texas. MRN will have coverage on many of these same stations. I'm Hannah Newhouse, and for more on what's trending in NASCAR, visit MRN.com.
3: Thanks, Hannah. Coming up, we have a Backtracks, and later, we chat with Ryan Blaney.
7: Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN care are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow. Endometriosis will spread. Why are you waiting? The CIGC specialists use exclusive laparoscopic techniques to treat complex GYN conditions. You don't need to suffer from abnormal bleeding or pelvic pain. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888 888-
8: energy for hunkering down i'm all agents
3: we hear the highlights from the Pocono 400 and kyle bush's victory next this is nascar live on the motor racing network the voice of nascar
9: the camping world nascar weekend is june 27th through june 30th at chicagoland speedway home of 2018's most exciting finish Witness the next generation of drivers earn their place in NASCAR history. Taste brisket, burgers, bacon and more from Barbecue Hall of Famers. And see Lee Bryce in concert all in one weekend, June 27th through June 30th. Get tickets and camping spots now at chicagolandspeedway.com.
0: He is the envy of the racing world. I
10: assumed that Ryan, Bubba, and Chase were all busy, and I was the next in the (laughs) pecking order. She goes way back.
11: When did you meet? 7th grade, 6th grade?
12: No, ninth grade.
0: That
5: was a minute ago.
0: And he just wants to be friends. Are we friends? No. It's the Sunday Money Podcast. Join Corey LaJoy, Daryl Mott, and Lauren Fox as they detail what it's like to live the racing lifestyle both on and off the track. Download and subscribe to Sunday Money on iTunes, Spotify, and your favorite podcast
13: platform. It's butts and nuts jammed in there. is
0: nascar live now back to
3: mike bagley welcome back to nascar live over the weekend kyle bush scored his fourth win of 2019 in the pocono 400 sunday at pocono raceway but there was some drama with big names here's how it sounded on the motor racing network Field
14: comes off turn number three, and here we go. The pole sitter, William Byron, has opted to start the race on the outside lane. He
2: won't be using a lot of brake today, obviously, but just go ahead and drag him just a little bit, get the shine knocked off of him. Copy that. And we choose lane with one to go, correct? Uh, yes, as uh, you take one to go. And 4 so Have a good one
14: today,
4: guys. Appreciate all the hard work. Execute
14: all day. All eyes on the flag stand. Green flag is in the air, and the Pocono 400 is underway. Kurt
10: Bush trying to figure it out. You know, he's loose, but he's also bottoming out in the corners. He said it kind of developed midway through the run. They're trying to figure that out. They thought maybe they had a tire go down.
1: That if you got something different with the
2: shock, the top of the plate side, but dude, it's so weird and so bad. It's got to be a tire. Yeah, 10-4. 10-4. Up Obviously, we won't know what it is to get the tire off, but we're going to work on it right here for sure. Come on to turn
11: three. One car breaks loose up and into the outside wall for Austin Dillon, a solo spin. He was in a big pack of traffic into turn three. We're tore up, guys. Takes the car.
15: Necklid's knocked off of it. It's killed. Get
2: it up. Look at it. What? Are we done or what? We're done.
14: Mother. Pit lane is open, Jason Toy, Kurt Busch is back in.
10: Yeah, they're still having issues on the right rear. Kurt just says he cannot feel the spring at all on the right side, so he's getting really tight over in turn three, and over in turn two, he's not able to put full throttle into it. So they're going to go ahead and change four tires here. They're going to try to make an adjustment during this pit stop.
15: there any coaching
1: as far as we just, we have a, a really soft right here, and that's just the way it's going to feel. I mean, it's
2: definitely softer than we raced. We put the rubber in there last time, which they got it almost where we unloaded practice wise So um, we're going to keep working on it, you know what I mean? Obviously, the fuel is is not happy, then we're going to keep tuning on it. But I mean, yeah, you ain't got to drive what you have at the moment. step 4 man. It's it's. Us. Uh, I'm trying to pinpoint what's up. Well, who says you can't go side by side through the tunnel turn? If somebody did, they didn't tell Kyle Bush. Around Logano, he went. And now Kyle Bush is up to position number six.
3: Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo!
2: <laughs> Trouble off turn two.
3: Matt
10: DiBenedetto gets sideways. Everyone else dodging left and right. DiBenedetto slides down toward the inside lane of the racetrack and comes to a rest. Did he hit anything?
2: hurt oh God, he's an idiot. Take your time. Uh, meters into one, just get four tires on it here. Yep, meters are just into one, so take your time to get back around the access road. Couldn't make it to the access road, damn single, trying to make it to you. Up against the outside safer barrier, you got one car up against the wall there, is that Corey Lejoy? <laughs> it is Corey Lejoy to the outside of turn two, scrape the wall and now comes into
11: my view here in turn three, he has made it to the access road. Right, clear down, clear down, clear down.
2: We're done. I guess we hit the right front hard enough to be done. It was right rear. 10-4, buddy. Just could not tell if it was rubbing or not.
12: Stopped. Yeah, it stopped. This is an unscheduled stop for Martin Truex Jr. They've got a problem on their Toyota down here. Crew is just looking at it and continuing to have some smoke boiling out of the, I believe, out of the header pipe.
2: Yeah, it's coming out of the pipes. We're
4: done. Drop the valve. Suddenly.
14: green checkered flag is in the air and the blue and white credit one bank Chevrolet Camaro from Chip Ganassi Racing and Kyle Larson they take stage number two
1: And just maintain pace they get the green white checkered hair and then saving me fuel like I said I'm not overly worried about it I just want to make sure at this point we're gonna start no better than 11 so I don't want to give up any more track position than we have to yeah good strategy there what up 4 it's gonna put us at a disadvantage here to start the last stage, but it's hard not to capitalize on those stage points and bonus points when we can get them.
10: Oh, well, William Byron way high in turn one, does a great job of keeping it out of the wall, may have just touched the wall at the exit of turn one. Get away
2: from the wall, so see the right side, please. Right side's great. Might have scraped the right rear fairly. Other than that is good. Two drivers out front are the two drivers that have dominated here of late. Kyle Busch, He's been to victory lane a couple of times in the last three races.
1: I don't know where I'm getting, I'm getting beaten a I don't know why. I'm driving the out of it. It goes over the bumps and it's just inconsistent. It could be tight, it could be loose, trying to get to the bottom. And then once I get to the bottom, it's just lock tight. he's hanging throttle down there and using a little bit more brake, getting back
14: rolling a little sooner on throttle. They had an uncontrolled tire and Kevin Harvick who was able to get off the pit lane in front of Kyle Busch on that exchange is gonna have to make a pass-through penalty. We look up at the head of pit road and here comes Kevin
2: Harvick.
13: At the pit here, nothing out back. You got to tire down now or something keep coming, you're okay,
2: you're okay. Power steering just went out. Power steering has gone out and not a good place to have it go out on a very flat, very long racetrack. Definitely a power steering pump. Best-case scenario, the caps off, we put some fluid in it, and go. But I'm pretty sure that's not gonna be the case. Just have a belt. All your tools ready. I mean, whatever happened when we jacked it up on the pit stop is all. That's why I asked about the smoke. Off turn number three, out onto the front straightaway. The checkered flag is in the air, and win number four of 2019, and it's a milestone win for Kyle Busch. Hell yeah. Great job, guys. Awesome car. Thank you very much. Woo-hoo, look at that last lap. <laughs> Good
7: job, buddy. Might
3: as well take with it. No doubt a huge win for Kyle Bush, and no doubt he has many more to come. Kyle is our AutoZone Driver of the Week. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fixed Binder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Coming up, Ryan Blaney sits down with our Dylan Welch, and later drivers
7: talk about Edsel Ford. Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow. Endometriosis will spread. Why are you waiting? The CIGC specialists use exclusive laparoscopic techniques to treat complex GYN conditions. You don't need to suffer from abnormal bleeding or pelvic pain. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY.
8: 5-Hour Energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then 5-Hour Energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home. Like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. 5-Hour Energy.
3: Energy for
8: hunkering down. Oh,
3: Visit ProCore.com. Ryan Blaney updates us on his dog and season so far next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
9: The battle for the 2019 championship will be filled with twists and turns. We, we got to kind of calm down
16: for these speedway races because you can use the bumper, but you end up taking 10 other people with you.
9: Each weekday, NASCAR Today brings you the top stories in the sport.
16: That's a totally different experience for me and Cup.
9: In the garage, at the track, or behind the scenes, NASCAR Today keeps you up to speed every weekday.
6: Go for it. What do we got to lose? I don't know. I mean, you might as well try it, right?
0: Winged Nation, your go-to for winged sprint car talk, news, and information. Find all the episodes of Winged Nation on your favorite podcast platforms. Steve Post, Ashley Strammey, and Aaron Evernham. Go in-depth with the race winners and personalities from dirt tracks all across America. Like Winged Nation on Facebook. Follow Winged Nation on Twitter. You'll get stories and information and live broadcasts of Winged Nation shows from some of the top dirt tracks in the nation. Winged Nation, your home for
13: winged sprint cars. like to
0: congratulate Kyle Bush and his number 18 Joe Gibbs Racing Pit Crew for the win at Pocono Raceway. They are the wheel entrusted to perform Pit Crew of the Week on lap 124. Kyle Busch made the final pit stop in the Pocono 400.
12: Kyle Busch rolls his Toyota in. It is a uh, aqua blue colored Toyota for Kyle Busch with some M&M's uh, hazelnut colors on it. It's gonna be at least right side tires for Kyle Busch. Now we're to the left side, uh, side. Four tires, Sunoco Racing Fuel.
0: From there, Kyle Busch never looked back to win his fourth race of 2019. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley.
3: Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Ryan Blaney has yet to come to life here in the 2019 season. He's yet to drive into victory lane, but that isn't dampening his optimism. Dylan Welch caught up with Ryan at Pocono.
10: Your season up to this point you've had some bright spots. I know probably not as, as
16: successful as you've wanted it to be, but how would you evaluate how 2019 has gone so far? Well, kind of like what you said, you know, it's had some bright spots. Um, not all of them have been very bright, which is unfortunate. We've had moments of, of uh, a lot of brightness and then something happens and uh, it kind of all goes to waste. So those parts stink. Um, some you can't control, some you can't. Uh, you, the best thing we can do is just control the things we can control. And, um, you know, just make sure everything is, everything's right. So uh, I know our cars are fast enough to, to compete. I feel like we're you know one of the top two teams right now as far as performance two or three and um, as far as whole companies and things like that. And just, just a matter of kind of applying and getting it done. So um, yeah, ups and downs, but um, a little bit more downs that we'd like to have. One of those bright spots I think in the eyes of a lot of people was
10: at the all-star race a few weeks ago with your friend Bubba when he won to to race his way into the show and and the hug that you guys shared, the embrace you shared. How cool was that for you, just as good of friends as you guys are, to see him have success in that event?
16: Yeah, that's a bright spot, you know, and and nothing I had to do with, you know, and that that was cool to watch the Open. You know, we were fortunate enough to be in the all-star race already and uh, it was really, really cool to watch the Open, uh, him almost winning the first segment doing it the second segment and the way he did it, uh, driving his heart out. Uh, that, was, that was very cool, you know, he needed that. And uh, it's, it's cool to see uh, a driver and a team like that um, run run that well and, and outrace out a, uh, a lot of other teams um, that maybe are a little bit bigger budgeted than him. So that was, uh, that was cool to see, uh, that was a cool moment and uh, I was just happy to be a part of it. I wanna talk about a couple other social media moments that you've
10: had here the last few weeks. One of them, uh, you, you got that Ford Bronco and ran out of fuel in charlotte and had a buddy come rescue you. what was that story
16: i just ran out of gas um that's yeah, old as 85 and uh fuel gauge in is broken i should probably get that fixed and i just forgot to reset the mileage on my trip and uh, that's how i kind of they can usually go like 230 miles pretty easy on gas and i just forgot to reset mileage after that and i was like oh i got you know 40 miles to spare and i can make it up to this gas station here up the road and uh, i didn't and uh, well, yeah, luckily I had uh, Chase in town, and uh, he was able to come get me and help me out. So that was that was good. I just that was a user error on that one, not <laughs> not machine error. So, uh, but yeah, I, I just need to get that deal fixed. But um, that hasn't really given me a problem as long as I just pay attention and, and reset the, the engage gauge where it should be. But um, that wasn't the case that day. I just just uh, forgot about it a few days before and um, came back to bite me. So. How how far away was Chase? Did he have to drive a long ways to come get you? We had 10 minutes. We oh, went so
10: too far, right. so that uh, that worked out. Your dog, Sturgill, got into some mess
16: the other day. What? Uh, how's it
10: been raising a puppy and, and having him running around?
16: It's been good. Yeah, he's about six months now. and um, I've had him for probably four uh, four months, five months. and um, He's been doing really well. That yeah, was a weird incident. He also just like toilet paper for some reason. He had a two, three day span of he was chewing up every bit of toilet paper that he could. Uh, he did it at my house. And then the next day we went to the racetrack and he chewed up two rolls on my bus. Like, what the heck is wrong with you right now? And I don't know, he's going through a little phase right now or something, but uh, he got kind of to eventually grow out of that phase and probably didn't like me yelling at him when he was done with all that stuff. So I think he's kind of learned his lesson on that one, but uh, that's been that's been cool, you know, watching him grow. He was like a child to me. So uh, it's been it's been neat to kind of watch him learn and get smarter as, uh, as he's grown older and um, he's kind of in his rebellious teenage years I think right now. But uh, he's been he's been doing really good. He comes with me to a lot of races. He's, he's here this weekend in Pocono, and um, but yeah, he's a good dog and friends with everybody. And uh, I couldn't ask for a, for a better dog. Uh, I got from it was called Saving Grace Animal Shelter in Raleigh, and they, they do a great job up there. So it was nice to um, you know do that for a good cause. Your foundation, the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation. Explain what that is and, and what your mission is with it. Yeah, we we announced that you know a month or two ago, and um, we've been working on that for the better part of a year. And you're just waiting for the right time to kind of announce it and, and get it out there and, and figure out what you want to do you know it's great you want a foundation you want to help people but then you got to figure out okay what is personal to me that i uh, would really be dedicated in helping and, and you can relate to and uh, with us it was alzheimer's and, and the alzheimer's association has been great to us so far and being able to work with them and trying to figure out some good projects to raise money to help some research on that because just you know there's not a lot of stuff that you know people know about that disease and um hasn't really gotten anywhere so a little we can do to help out uh, is a good thing and um you know we got a couple cool projects with that bronco build we're doing right now that's going to get auctioned off barry jackson um and we got a couple more things in the works but uh, they're great people the alzheimer's association and um like i said they they just want to do what we want to do and and they want to help people um you know mothers fathers uh, sons daughters that uh you know, I've had this disease and um, I've either had it or, or have it currently, uh, you know, my grandfather had it. So that um, that was rough to go through and watch. And uh, You know, you sympathize with me. I've met, I've met a lot of people since we announced that that say, you know, they have a relative that that suffered from that disease and it's tough. You know, it's tough to go through and, um, but yeah, I'm excited for what is to come. Um, you know, it's not only a family thing, but my, my sister is kind of like, she's, she's a big part of it over there. So that was cool to have family involved in it. Uh, As well, working on it to uh, to help kind of get it rolling and keep going. Speaking
10: of family and last thing, your dad obviously a racer. You grew up around uh, around the racetracks with him. With Father's Day coming up, what are some good memories you have of of going racing with dad when you were
16: younger? Yeah, it was a lot of weekends we raced with dad. You know, it was tough for him sometimes. He was racing himself, um, you know, the NASCAR stuff. But he still find time to make it to a lot of mine. And um, you know, today he still races. He'll race more than me this year. He's done that the last couple of years on the sprint car thing. He'll probably run 45, 50 times this year. He's racing all weekend. This weekend, and um, it's been cool to see him still be active and, and really enjoying what he does and works on, uh, builds a lot of his own parts. Built a car this year that he's planning on running. And uh, he likes doing that stuff. He likes to tinker around and, and uh, come up with ideas. And he's way smarter than I'll ever be. And as far as that stuff goes, and, um, it's just been cool to have him out. Favorite memory? Um. There's a lot of them, you know, obviously the race wins, is cool whenever I can have him out to that, he was at the Robo last year, he wasn't here a couple years ago, but um, yeah, whenever you do that, or, or just growing up, you know, growing up you appreciate your parents more and more, I feel like as you get older, you realize, you know, you know when you're a teenager or younger, you don't really understand, you know, what your parents are and, and you know, they've been in your shoes before just your parents you don't think they were ever your age and uh as you get older you know you start to relate to them a little bit more and um things start to open up so on the parent's side and on the uh on, on the kid's side so that's just that part's just been cool to be able to grow up and, and uh, get older and talk talk more things about them not even racing but life in general and uh, that part's pretty neat to kind of get your parents perspective on things um, that part to me is very cool
3: Thank you, Dylan. Coming up, we honor Edsel Ford after receiving the NASCAR Hall of Fame Landmark Award, and later, we preview the Fire Keep- Five Hour Energy
8: is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home. Like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike and so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. 5-Hour Energy, energy for hunkering down.
3: We honor Edsel Ford and get some driver's thoughts on his impact in the sport when we return. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of
2: NASCAR. You hear it every week. I just want to thank the whole team and uh, all our guys back in Denver. Everybody supports this team.
11: They're the unsung heroes of NASCAR and their life is the pit. This is Rocco Williams, and for 10 years, I've jacked up some of the biggest names in auto racing, and now I'm jacked to bring it all down to street level and acquaint you with the guys behind the wall and back at the shop. Join me on MRN Crew Call, presented by Money Lions, every Wednesday on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are found. NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com and Motor Racing Network's Facebook. Join me, Kyle Rickey, and Hannah Newhouse as we talk with the next generation of NASCAR stars and established local and regional racers each Wednesday at one Eastern time. Or subscribe, download, and listen on your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast, grassroots NASCAR racing from the Motor Racing Network.
13: is NASCAR Live. Now,
3: back to Mike Bagley. We continue along on this week's NASCAR Live. It's easy to see the contribution Edsel Ford has made not only to NASCAR, but motorsports in general. He was announced as the NASCAR Hall of Fame landmark recipient recently, and we ask Ford drivers what Edsel means to the sport. It is now my pleasure to announce that the winner of the 2020 Landmark Award for Outstanding Contributions to NASCAR is
12: edsel ford when edsel ford's name was announced as the landmark winner every person in the room stood up and clapped born into american royalty edsel ford took what privilege he was given in life and made it into something more
1: i started motor racing 50 years ago with my father when we went to le mans and um i do it because i love the sport i'm honored to be given this award you know, I, I feel a little bit of, as an ambassadorial kind of role uh, within uh, within Ford Motor Company and with NASCAR. So it, uh, it's wonderful. I'm truly honored.
12: Ford Motor Company has been synonymous with NASCAR since its inception. Edsel helped build Ford into one of the top racing teams, not only in NASCAR, but in all motorsports worldwide. 2018 NASCAR champion Joey Logano has driven for Ford since 2013. And the relationship he's built with Edsel has pushed him to be the best representation of Ford he can be. I
6: think Edsel uh, winning the landmark award is, is much deserving as someone that was uh, in the voting room. Um, you, you, you get this amazing honor to sit in there for, for winning the championship and get to vote on who you believe should be voted into the Hall of Fame and, and, and win the landmark award. And you know Edsel's also on the, uh, you know, on the voting committee to you know, vote in for someone for the Hall of Fame. But you know, for this moment, they had him leave the room for him to be uh, you know, talked about by his peers uh, and competitors and rivals, uh, the way they talked about him um, was amazing. Obviously, I've got to know Netzel for a little bit, um, and got to know, you know him and his character, what he stands for, and what the Ford company stands for, um, and it was neat to see people that have known him much longer than me have nothing but good things to say. To where there was enough people that lobbied to where uh, he was kind of a shoe in to win this award. I don't know how much he won by, but I'm pretty sure it was by a landslide. Uh, by the way, people were talking in there, and to see maybe his his biggest competitors uh, in, in the sport and and in business say very nice things about him just shows you know the way he conducted himself uh, throughout the years and still does, uh, and, and shows a lot of you know respect that that everyone had for him. So. To me, that was a fun learning experience because I, I knew how I felt about him, but to see people have, you know, been on the other side of the fence that's not on his team, right, and and uh, that have known him much longer than I have, uh, say those things really said a lot about him and says how deserving it, it, he is to, uh, to be able to win this award.
12: NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace drove Fords for almost a decade and emphasizes Edsel isn't in racing for the business, he's in racing because he loves it, and that makes a big difference.
15: Edsel Ford has been a, a fellow that's been really kind to me, really was appreciated my career, what I did with Ford Motor Company. Uh, I talked to him not long ago and he said, you know, every time I go into my office I sit down and I turn around and I look up and I see that picture of you and I in Victor Lane in Michigan when uh, when I won the big race up in Michigan. And uh, But he's a real racer. This guy just loves to talk racing. He really supports all styles of racing, whether it's NASCAR, drag racing, whatever. But uh, uh, a man of that stature, and as important as he's been to all forms of racing, he's such an easy guy to talk to. When you talk to Etzel, he's kind, he's engaged, he cares and boy, I, I'm just glad I know that man because he, he's taught me a lot and I really appreciate what he's done for this, this sport.
12: When Ryan Blaney got the opportunity to drive the legendary number 21 car for the Wood Brothers, he also got the opportunity to build a relationship with Edsel. Ford and the Wood Brothers have a storied relationship and it's something Blaney knew he was lucky to be part of. You
16: know, when I drive for the Wood Brothers, you know, that's that's kind of his baby, that's his programming car. And, you know, he's really a big part of kind of that thing, being afloat, you know, all these years. And, to win a war like that. It's very deserving of him. I, I can't really think of many other people who have done more for the motorsports, let alone NASCAR, uh, than, than Ed and, and the way that family revolutionized, you know, the automobile. So that, that part's been great. I have a dinner with him next week. I can't wait. I love going to Michigan just because you get to see him all the time. Uh, he's such a, such a great person. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be here without him for sure. It's a big part of the, the Wood Brothers program just getting me over there and, and letting me drive their car. So, like I said, great guy. I know him more deserving and uh, looking forward to keep him coming out to the racetrack, having fun, and, and just enjoying the sport like he has for so many years.
12: Leonard Wood doesn't shy away from stating Edsel Ford is one of the biggest reasons the Wood brothers have stayed around for so many years.
9: Well, it, it, uh, he's just been a key source of us being in racing today. I mean, you know, we've been Ford since, been with Ford since we started in 1950. And then it's it's carried on the relationship uh, all these years, and it's very
13: important for Ford motor company to be on our
12: side. Edsel has been behind NASCAR for many years, and his passion helped grow the sport that he loves, a giant in NASCAR, and a person who has earned the respect of every person in the garage.
1: I love this sport. I love being around NASCAR. I told my, my boys when they were growing up, I said, from my experience, the one group of people that won't disappoint you are racers, because... They're transparent, they're frank, they bring their families to the races, um, and I've known a lot of race car drivers all my life, and um, many of them, uh, I mean, I'm going to Jackie Stewart's 80th birthday in two weeks. Uh, so, it, you know, I've known them a long time, and, and my, kids, my kids love racing as much as I do, so it's fun.
3: There is no doubt a truly deserving individual of that award, and we wish him the best and salute and congratulate him all at the same time. Coming up, we talk Michigan, and later, it's Greg Biffle's return to NASCAR.
0: This is
1: one of the greatest days of racing, a picturesque setting for a racetrack, one of the best that we go to throughout the course of the year. You know when you come here, you're probably going to see things happen that you will not see any place else.
9: Oh, Campgrounds are full, the fans are filing into their seats, and we are just about ready to get things going. Awesome to be here. This place is sold out once again this year. It's going to be an exciting one here today. Plan your weekend at a Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race today by visiting nascar.com tickets. Hey guys, it's
10: Dylan Welch. He's Tyler Burnett. We're the co-hosts of the Rip the Fence podcast. If you like traditional non-wing dirt track racing, we've got the podcast for you.
15: Shane Meal trying to drive away. I can't do
14: everything, but I could do anything and everything I wanted before I got injured. So,
3: Just like many of the great podcasts going, we invite racers in to talk and they tell us their life story. And it's how I feel that matters.
10: It's the Rip the Fence podcast available on MRN.com and
3: your favorite podcast app. We're talking Michigan next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
0: Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules Tires. Go to Hercules tires.com MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. MRN's classic races.
12: Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte
8: goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win.
0: Spanning fifty years of NASCAR racing.
2: Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach, and the action will be fast and furious.
0: Legendary voices, legendary races.
2: Daryl simply,
4: what happened? I just hope he chokes on that two hundred thousand. That's all I can tell
2: you.
0: MRN's him. classic races available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast provider. He
4: did. He did touch
13: you? No, he knocked the hell out of me. This is NASCAR
3: Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for spending time with us on this week's NASCAR Live. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series is rolling into Michigan this weekend. And for a preview of what drivers are expecting, here's NASCAR Today Midday's Kyle Rickey.
11: The stars of NASCAR are moving on to the Irish Hills of Michigan, where last year, Stuart Haas Racing dominated, winning both races there. SHR driver Eric Almirola hopes the track widens out enough to give the fans a good show.
6: My initial thought is that uh, it's going to be like driving slot cars around there.
16: Um, We're going to be wide open really, really fast and uh,
6: doing a a tremendous amount of drafting. And I just hope that the racetrack gets wide enough for us to put on a great show for the fans and everybody. Uh, That track has notoriously been kind of a one-lane racetrack. So hopefully um, we can we can get it widened out to two and a half, three lanes, to where we can put on a great show. I know that the straightaways and the restarts are going to be crazy.
16: Um, You know that those straightaways are extremely wide, and, and so. Um, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of bold, aggressive moves, um, but then you've got to funnel back down to, you know, hopefully more than one lane.
11: Hendrick Motorsports driver Alex Bowman has shown grit so far this season, but Michigan isn't his strongest racetrack. He thinks this weekend will look like Kansas did a few weeks back. If that's the case, this could be his weekend
4: as he finished second in America's Heartland. I think it's gonna look somewhat like Kansas. You know, I think Kansas and Michigan are the two tracks that complement this package the most. You know, it's, I don't know what the weather is gonna be like, but if it's cool, you know, you'll be able to run wide open pretty much all race, I think. It's probably not gonna be as double file as Kansas just because Kansas has widened out so much more than Michigan has. But um, you look at the Xfinity race last year with that package, it was a pretty good race, I thought. Um, I had fun, you know. I, I think it was it was very interesting how you had to work the air. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a, a really good race for the fans. And kind of like we said, going to Kansas, if there's a place that this package is going to give the the desired effect and the closest racing, it's those two racetracks.
11: RCRs. Austin Dillon expects speed and chaos mostly. From the two-mile racetrack,
5: Michigan has just been a really good place for us. I feel like I've always had some speed there, and we won the Xfinity race with a similar package that we'll be racing in the Cup Series. Uh, So, yeah, I I always enjoy going to Michigan. Feel like we got a good setup as a company there, so that usually bodes well. Should be a lot of uh, pushing and shoving, and we saw a lot of that in that race and drafting. Um, It'll be fun. It'll be it'll be a wild one for sure.
3: Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we've got Greg Biffle talking about his return to the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series this weekend at Texas. And later, we researched some Michigan statistics and found an interesting one just
1: for you. At AutoZone, we're all about giving you more ways to get more done. Like the AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get more, like a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. Got more to do? We've got more for you to do it. Looking to protect your engine? Regular oil and oil filter changes are the best way to keep your engine running strong and running long. And if you're looking to do the job yourself, AutoZone can help. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get
2: in the zone. AutoZone.
1: Progressive presents Get Pumped,
2: inspiration to help you do insurance stuff.
4: Hey, are you just going to stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up? You need music to get pumped? Hit it! Drum solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers.
13: Ow, ow,
9: ow, ow,
11: Progressive ow, ow, Casualty ow, Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, of
1: all agents.
3: Greg Biffle is back in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series this weekend at Texas. Woody Kane talks with him next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
0: Check out MRN.com for a new podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races.
3: Benson to the bottom of the racetrack.
14: This is the race for the lead and the win at Michigan.
0: And some wild moments.
14: One truck is in the air. Matt Crafton upside down.
0: And we'll let you hear the stories behind them. He was too bullheaded to let me pass him and I was too bullheaded to let him have it. Download the show for free on iTunes
9: and at MRN.com. 2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back when race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard.
13: This
3: is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. It's been three years since Greg Biffle competed in a NASCAR race, and much longer since he was in a NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series race. But this weekend, he's making his return to Texas Motor Speedway. NASCAR Today's Woody Kane got the chance to catch up with the Biff and see how he's feeling.
9: Greg Biffle joins us now. 55 wins in NASCAR's top three divisions over his career, and he will be back this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway driving one of Kyle Busch's trucks. And Greg, why? Why now? I mean, I know you said if the right opportunity came along, I guess this is it, right?
13: Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is it, obviously. Uh, Or or this is one of them. Uh, Kyle's got good equipment, and, you know, Kyle's been bugging me or harassing me about running a truck, uh, uh, running some truck races, uh, for quite some time. And, you know, he had a a hole in his schedule with the 51 truck, this particular Texas race, you know, approached me again about, you know, you know, coming and running this one race. So uh, obviously, you know, with him having a, uh, a need for somebody in the 51 and just the right, right opportunity, I decided that I'd come back and help him.
9: So you did a, a little, uh, got a little seat time in the truck earlier this year, got to practice a little bit also at Texas. How did that go? Did it feel like uh, getting right back on the bike?
13: It did. Uh, you know, I only got, a, I scuffed in about, you know, four sets of tires or five sets of tires. So it was, uh, it was uh, you know, a little bit of practice, got a look at the track, got the feel of the truck. And, you know, just, it it gave me an opportunity to, get an idea of what it feels like. It's been a while since I've been in the truck, and obviously a little bit since I've been in, you know, a tr- uh, couple Xfinity. Mm-hmm. So it was a good opportunity. I got a, just a brief look at it. I think it's going to help me for the first practice session um, on Thursday to, to uh, feel a little more confident that at least I know the, the truck and the racetrack. Now, you won the Truck Series Championship
9: back in 2000, piled up 16 wins along your, your truck career. So how different are today's trucks versus the 2000 trucks?
13: You know, they're way, way different. The truck felt more like the cup car to me when I drove it in April. So it certainly is uh it's come a long ways. They they they're completely different. Arrow wise they're tremendously different. So you know, I have my work cut out for me to, you know, figure out the arrow and the tire and, and those kinds of things on these, these uh trucks today. And again, you know, not racing with any of these guys before technically. So um, I've got a, a a big task ahead of me to to figure out who I'm racing with and how they race and, and what to expect.
9: Now I read where when this deal was announced that you had said uh, the quote was racing in the truck series is one of the greatest times of my life. And the obvious reason is because you won a championship. But it sounded like there was a little more to it than that, was there?
13: Not particularly, just it was a lot of fun. It, it was a life experience for me. I came out of, you know, it was my big break, right? It was my opportunity to get a chance at the big time. And, and so coming from running late model races and, and all that to this is my first opportunity. I learned so much, and I had Mark Martin and Jeff Purton and his teammates and mm. to go drive for Jack Roush, a program that wasn't ready to be and, and help navigate it into a winning program and helped hire um, Kurt and Kyle Bush through you know through that era. things that happened in that, in that truck series era that, that that shaped up the you know my career and those were some of the, like I said, some of the funnest times.
9: I uh, know you haven't just been sitting on the couch at home. I saw a, a lot of social media stuff about you spending a lot of time in the out in the desert recently with the Outlaw Series. Tell folks about that, and is it just where you go and, and hang out, or are you participating or watching, or what was the story there?
13: Yeah, a little of both. So I raced this last weekend uh, Sand Outlaw Series, and it's a sand drag uh, organization where they race uh, side-by-sides or UTVs. I'm a, a big desert guy and go to the sand a lot, and so does Kyle and there was a race in Utah that that we went to this weekend and unfortunately I broke uh, on Friday so I didn't get I made one pass on Saturday and I figured my engine wasn't in that great a shape but I thought I would make a run and and sure enough it it expired unfortunately <laughs> but I had a great time at the event we helped put the event on and uh one of my customers finished 3rd that we built cars for so it was a, it was a it was a great time and you can see it on social media and stuff. We're posting videos and whatnot, but it's uh, it's a tremendous amount of fun.
9: In addition to just racing, though, you guys just go and, and hang out out there and play around in the in the sand quite a bit, don't you? I mean, it seems like that's a blast.
13: Yes, it is. We, I've been doing that for a long, long time. And of course, Kyle, uh, growing up in Vegas, you know, close to the, those areas, he's, he's done the same thing. So I like to say it's as close to driving a car or a late model car or a sprint car on Friday, Saturday night, or a cup car It's as close as you can get, um, you know, with being able to go anytime you want in, in, you know, several days in a row and have fun. So it's uh, it it gets that adrenaline going, and it's a lot of fun.
9: The other thing I noticed recently that, that caught my eye was you played chauffeur recently with the, the limo and the uniform and the whole works, right? What was up with that? I it was a wedding, I think?
13: Yeah, some friends of mine uh, got married down to, uh, down at the beach and i about six or seven years ago i saw this limo at an auto auction and <laughs> thought i had to have it so i bought this limo i painted it white put bull horns on it like boss hog and uh duke's hazard horn the whole thing but anyway i i my friend of mine loves it and he he was a big like duke's hazard fan or something i guess but he uh i surprised him by coming down and and picking them up after the after the ceremony and driving them to the uh, uh, next event, so the reception. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun.
9: How cool is that? Did they tip well?
13: Oh yeah, Tipped well <laughs> I had I'm telling you I was working. I had champagne. I had on ice. I mean I had it's like victory the music. lane. <laughs> oh man, I I know how to do it. So I might uh, I might have a third career, right?
9: Yeah, if you always need that to fall back on, you're all set. I wanted to ask you specifically about Texas because uh, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to run there since they reconfigured it and made one and two much flatter. H- have you? And how did you, how did you like that?
13: No, I actually haven't. The only time I ran there was, it was in April with those about 12 or uh, 14 laps or whatever it was I made. Again, that was just scuffing tires in. So we'd put a set of tires on. I'd make basically a lap and a half get up to speed lap, come in, put the next set on, come in, put the next set on. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really get a chance to move around on the track and get to experience what the changes actually are like. But I got a look at it. I got an idea what it looks like. You know, I think I'm going to be fine once uh, I get – a little bit more time and get a few practice sessions.
9: You know, Kyle has said many times uh, he, he wishes he could race more. They're limited now from the, the Cup guys coming back to the Truck Series, but that's his team, and he wants to keep racing with them. And every driver that we've talked to in that series and Xfinity Series says, no, contrary to what some fans believe, we want to race against those guys. Where do you come down on that topic?
13: All the drivers basically will tell you the same thing. So all I can tell you is my experience. Yeah, When I race the truck in Xfinity – and I got a chance to race against Jeff Burton and Mark Martin and and the host of other drivers and beat them that was my resume for getting the next opportunity yeah that was it and so when Tyler Reddick beats Kyle Busch or runs second to him has a faster truck people recognize that because that qualifies his ability Kyle went and won at Pocono this weekend yeah if Tyler Reddick can beat him in a truck race what does that say for that young man Yes, Kyle's good It take You have to be 100% on your game to beat him, but you have to be that way to race in the Cup Series. These opportunities for these guys in the Xfinity and the trucks to be able to race against the Cup guys is an, almost an honor, if you will, and almost you know necessary to solidify what they're doing there and how good they are. If you think about running the truck in Xfinity and never get a chance, yeah, never get a chance to race against any cup guys or or even a race in the truck series. Never get a, ra- a chance to race against an Xfinity guy that comes down and runs a truck race. You, you never really get to, you know, you know, test your skill against the best.
9: So let's assume that this goes very well this weekend for you and, and Kyle's truck at Texas. Are there any more opportunities on the horizon for you? Or is this pretty much just a one off and wait and see?
13: To be honest with you, I think it's it's a one-off of wait and see. And, and obviously, if there was a anything's under consideration on my on my half, I think if the right opportunity sponsor wise uh, came along, and you know you know how this sport is, it's 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 really about funding and about being competitive, and it and it's difficult to put these programs together. But yeah. if that side of it came together, then there would have to be a decision made. If XYZ uh, company wants to come and sponsor a truck for 10 races or five or the whole season and, and that happens, then, then the decision has to come down to you know, whether I'm going to you know, step back in at more, at more of a, a mainstream level.
9: Well, it's certainly going to be fun to watch uh, win, loser, draw. That's Greg Biffle. He's the 2000 Truck Series champ, the 2002 Xfinity Series champ, and 19 wins on the cup side. He'll be driving that number 51 Toyota for Kyle Busch Motorsports this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. Greg, thanks for your time, and I look forward to catching up with you this weekend.
15: Thank you. I'm
13: looking forward to it.
9: Oh,
3: it's certainly a big moment for him, and best of luck to Greg
9: this weekend.
3: In the speedycash.com 400, live coverage here on Motor Racing Network begins 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Friday night. Coming up, we get into a Michigan statistic that will surprise you. It's all in our AutoZone commercial free zone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fixed Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause get in the zone, AutoZone.
8: Three, two,
3: one. The Firekeepers Casino 400, Sunday, June 9th at Michigan International Speedway. NASCAR's most entertaining track. There's tons to do with the whole family, like camping, live music, fireworks, and more. Tickets for as low as $39. Admission for kids under 12 is half price with a free pit pass courtesy of Henry Ford Allegiance Health. Michigan International Speedway. You don't get it until you get here. Visit MISpeedway.com for tickets this is nascar live now back to mike bagley we're about to put a bow on this week's nascar live so glad you have joined us one of the best moments for any driver is being able to win at your home track surrounded by the places you grew up and the people you knew before nascar started at michigan international speedway that feeling has eluded michigan natives at the cup series level since NASCAR started racing there some 50 years ago. Sure, some natives have won truck and Xfinity races there. Johnny Benson and Brad Keselowski have done it respectively. Brad Keselowski about to do exactly what he came here intending to do, winning at his home track. He extends his championship point lead even more with a win here today at Michigan in the Carfax 250. But on the big stage with most fans watching, it hasn't been done, which is a stat Michigan native Eric Jones is surprised by.
16: It's pretty amazing. We've had some really great Michigan drivers that have been racing here, and, and uh, to be the first one to do it, man, that'd be... Uh, uh, would definitely be a special moment, and um, you know I think uh, it's possible. You know we've been getting better every week, and uh, and we'll have a shot at it, I'm sure. But uh, it'll it'll be a lot of fun.
3: Fellow Michigander Brad Keselowski has finished second twice at the two-mile oval, most recently last year.
15: Brad says any visit to Michigan feels bigger. But I mean, I I don't know how to summarize it any better that, you know, a driver's home track where his family and friends are all present just feels like a bigger event. And Michigan for me being my home track feels like a bigger event than other weeks. And and you wanna make those people proud when you have the opportunity. So when you do have just even, you know, I said, uh, uh, the the smallest sliver of success, it just feels magnified, it feels bigger.
3: Growing up about two hours from the racetrack, Kozlowski's memories of visiting have stuck with him, and not to mention that team owner Roger Penske used to own the track.
15: You know, some of my fondest memories were just pulling in the gate and seeing uh, the overwhelming infield at Michigan International Speed. We are just full of campers, full of people, and as a kid, I just remember wanting to get a football, wanting to get a bike and play in the infield with other kids and find them and just have a good time. Those were my first impressions. And then, of course, when practices, qualifying race morning would start, just the, the noise of the cars was uh, phenomenal. Uh, Roger used to own Michigan National Speedway and it's a track that he holds you know dear to his heart. Uh, it's my home track. Uh, just all these things are lining up for, you know, if we could win Michigan, it would be one of the biggest wins of my career, if not the biggest.
3: Eric Jones says if he were to get the win, the party would travel back to his hometown.
15: It, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a place where I
16: think we could do it for sure. Um, but it would definitely be a big celebration. You know, there's about 60 people coming down to, to hang out for the race. And I'm sure a majority of those 60 people would probably follow us back to Byron after the race. So uh, it would definitely be, uh, definitely be a great moment and, and one I wouldn't forget for a long time. How awesome would it be if a Michigan native won the 100th
3: race at Michigan this weekend? Well folks, we're in the summer stretch of the season, which means the playoffs are creeping up. Each week we'll do an update on where everyone stands, who's locked in, who's on the outside, and are building towards the playoffs presented by Pro four We have 6 drivers who have won races and are locked into the playoffs. Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, and of course Kyle BUSH. He's put the number 18 Toyota in Victory Lane four times this season and he's the points leader. He's been very outspoken against the rules package, but clearly he knows how to win with it. After Pocono, Kyle was asked if winning makes him happy still. And his answer is very interesting.
4: It was a good day. We did what we were supposed to do. We did our job. We've had fast cars this year and have thrown away too many, so I've left the racetrack way too many too many times this year frustrated, you know. And uh, I guess I try not to let the highs be so high and, and the lows be so low, but I could I could probably roll somewhere in the middle. So um, you know, when you when you win, um, you know, there's a lot of guys that enjoy it a heck of a lot more and, and get the high from it. But um, to me, that's that's uh, that's what I'm supposed to do. That's my job. And so I just today was a successful day, and I look at it like that. And um, now I'm already looking ahead to next week.
3: Right now, it seems hard for anyone to catch Kyle and his team. They've been near perfect every single week. This building towards the playoffs has been presented by Procore for builders. Wasted time is wasted money. With Procore, all people, software, and data are connected on one platform, so everyone on your project has access to everything you need. That was our AutoZone commercial free zone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service. Can help you troubleshoot the likely cause, get in the zone, AutoZone. That's going to put a wrap on this week's show. We'd like to thank Ryan Blaney for stopping by. Also, our thanks to Edsel Ford and Greg Biffle. And for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll chat with you this weekend from Michigan for the Firekeepers Casino 400 race weekend. We'll chat with you again right here next week on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR
0: Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida and was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires. Right on our string. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrion, Tyler Burnett and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.
8: Five hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss, getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five hour energy. Energy for hunkering down.